This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Friday, June 26. S&P futures are trading down just a handful of points, about seven to eight points. That's only 25 basis points. Europe is rallying about 70 to 85 basis points. Asia finished higher for the most part, with the exception of Hong Kong, which ended in the red. Mainland China and Taiwan were closed. Um, so not a ton to talk about this morning. Uh, you know, the COVID narrative in the U.S. remains the same as it's been now for several days. So you continue to have very grim statistics in those same handful of states, Texas, Florida, Arizona, in particular, California as well, is also seeing um, sort of a resurgence in numbers. The national figures are starting to inflect a little bit to the upside, although the tri-state area in New York is still very well contained. That's obviously a huge source of relief for markets. Um, Europe as well also stays um, staying very contained, which is another big relief. You know, markets are absorbing the developments in the U.S. very well. I think part of this is the fact that you know, there certainly has been a shift as on the part of politicians whereby um, they are not going to reverse and implement wholesale lockdown. So you saw Texas and Florida are pausing the reopening, um, but that's a lot different than reversing and imposing, um, again, going back to kind of some of the March and April restrictions on movement and, and store business operations, et cetera. Um, so that's been a relief. I think, too, the fact that you really have only seen Apple uh, as far as the major retail companies reclose stores voluntarily, and that's probably going to stay the case going forward. Absent, um, you know, absent formal government orders, I don't think you're really going to see the retail industry go and reclose their doors. I think, you know, they they have made a lot of adjustments. They've learned from. Um, you know, the last several months as far as how to accommodate commerce without um, compromising the health of employees and customers. And I think, you know, the industry is very much going to um, proceed absent, again, formal government orders. So that's been sort of a relief as well to markets. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's still, you know, hope of a vaccine, not hope. I think the market very much, um, you know, considers it to be um, a guarantee that there will be some vaccine approved over the coming months. Again, there are a lot of questions about the efficacy of that vaccine, the duration of uh, the immunization um, in terms of how long it would provide the body with protection against the virus, et cetera. But most people think that you will see the FDA approve something um, over the coming months before November. Um, and so I think that's also one other reason why the markets um, are absorbing kind of uh, this this latest wave of COVID cases uh, w- relatively well. There will be a um, White House COVID task force briefing today. It looks like it will be around noon or 1230. Um, this will be the first time that task force is holding a public briefing in, in several weeks. According to reports, Trump will not be present. So it's more going, it's probably going to be Fauci um, and more of a, a, you know, the medical officials discussing it. But that will be on the calendar for today to be aware of. Um, no major eco data this morning. No major central bank headlines this morning. We did get the Fed's latest balance sheet. The Fed balance sheet gets published every Thursday night. So you get a sense of, um, you know, all of these emergency liquidity measures that the Fed has rolled out. They're really not being utilized at all. So just a tiny, tiny fraction of um, all the various different facilities that the Fed has unveiled are really being utilized. So on the one hand, obviously, that shows that there's still this enormous backstop to the market. Clearly, that is the biggest driver of this entire tape. It's why 
prices can't seem to go down on any given day. Um, you know, just this wave of liquidity, a, a lot of it that still has has barely been deployed. Um, you know, again, now the market has done a lot of the Fed's heavy lifting. Um, and you saw that, you know, you can look at the issuance numbers, both in equity and debt. Um, and so a lot of the money that's been raised in the marketplace, um, you know, companies will not have to go to those facilities. So it makes sense that they're not being utilized very aggressively. Um, you know, that was somewhat of the point where the Fed was going to kind of make a statement to the market um, and then hope, you know, in, in the in the hope that markets would begin functioning normally, which has really been what's occurred. Um, so that's central banks. Again, no major eco data. The bank stress tests in the U.S. were out last night. A ton of moving pieces. Uh, you know, again, this is a very unique process, much different than years past. Um, you know, the big takeaways for me are that you are going to see buybacks stay suspended for Q3. That was largely expected. The language also suggests you're going to see buybacks stay suspended even longer than that. So it's probably going to be at least until 2021 um, where banks are really going to be able to utilize buybacks. They will be able to offset share issuance for employees um, just to keep issuance flat. But that's you know relatively minor in the grand, grand theme grand scheme of things. On the dividend front, the Fed is now rolling out this um, payout limit. So banks will not be able to have dividend payout ratios above 100% um, based on the most recent four quarters of earnings. So I I provide some insight as far as payout ratios in the piece today um, in terms of dividends and then looking out at the the forecast for 2020 earnings. You definitely do have some banks that are above 100%. You know, the market widely assumes Wells Fargo will have to cut their dividend. Um, that's very much expected. Some of the credit card companies um, also could be at risk of a dividend cut just based on a 100% ceiling. The individual banks themselves will be making announcements Monday after the close as far as capital return. They'll also be um, providing the formal stress capital buffer. Um, but again, the big, so mild negative on the stress tests, I would say, just given that payout ratio, you know, banks will be very constrained on returning capital. Um, this also just has broader implications for earnings too, where again, the market's very comfortable that you're going to get back to 20, um, at least get back to 2019 earnings in 2021. But share shrinkage has been a huge driver of EPS for companies. Um, and and that's operating in reverse now. So share issuance has been off the charts. Buybacks have been um, you know, curtailed uh, across the board, not just in banks, but pretty much everywhere. Um, and so you're not going to have that share shrinkage take place to the extent you've seen in years past. If anything, you're going to probably going to have shares outstanding bleed higher for the most part. Um, and that has, again, implications for earnings. So, um, you know, I can I continue to think that for 2021, the 2019 figure of the low 160s should be thought of as, you know, a ceiling. I think a lot of people consider it to be a floor. There are a lot of people that assume you're going to do $170 in 2021. Um, and that's where you get a lot of kind of your big upside scenario numbers for the market. Um, so that's a stress test. Uh, other than that, on the earnings front, Nike was a big one. Numbers were awful. Um, you know, the guidance wasn't terrific either. They did make positive commentary about linearity as they open stores. They're seeing traffic, et cetera, in, increase, improve. Um, you know, the fact the stock was only down 4% on that number, I think it's just a testament to how loved that name is in retail. Um, that is very much the bluest chip in retail for a lot of people. So there seem to be a lot of buyers on any pullbacks, um, but not a very great quarter at all. Tesco and H&M reported in Europe today. Nothing super controversial on that front. Um, and that is essentially it for today in terms of news. There is not much on the calendar other than that White House COVID task force briefing. There will be a meeting among airline executives and Pence at the White House. 
Um, you know, they're going to discuss a lot of various factors. This really shouldn't be all that important in the grander scheme of things. Um, you're probably going to see, um, you know, some platitude type comments about how the White House is very much behind the airline industry. Airlines are going to come back strong, et cetera. I think the airline industry is very much looking for the federal government to provide standard rules and guidance as far as masks, um, temperature checks, et cetera, just so that the industry can deal with COVID on a, on a consistent basis. But I don't think you're going to see any, you know, again, financial announcements, et cetera. Um, and then the DOJ and state AGs are supposed to be meeting sometime today to discuss the Google antitrust case. This is not a public event, um, but just be aware you could see some headlines coming out of that. Um, and those are really the only big events. They have a few eco data, a few eco numbers, but none of them should be super important. Um, and then that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.